everybody. Welcome back for another exciting week at Make Machine. I'm Victor. I'm Nick. And, and we're here. Here we are. <laughs> trying to be. I'm tired. God damn. I have worked two weeks straight. Uh, being a college administrator is not, it's not all that it's cracked up to be, especially if you're running the opening events. So I have been in the midst of it, I am wearing a very loud orange shirt um, because that's what the team is wearing. Been wearing these shirts all week. Um, but hey, you know, you gotta make that money. Right, you gotta, you gotta get for the kids. That's true, gotta do it for the kids. Nick, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, let's see. I don't think I told everybody, but I helped, um, restart this whole uh, LGBTQ running group here uh, in locally, which was nice. Um, we've been doing that for, I think, about three or four weeks. Now, mind you, I'm just walking because my knee wants to be a hoe. Um, what else? I, uh, I finished watching Dear White People. It was okay. Um, yeah, this season was okay. I think I'll watch it more so for the music and like the, um, I guess the memory of college. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's decent parts of it, but as a whole, I'm like, oh, what more can they do with this series? That's a good point. Uh, it's it's kind of like, we get it and we understand but will they, as, as talking about white people, will they change? Probably not. Yeah. I've started uh, a midway through a Wu Assassins, which is another, I knew it wasn't going to be like this whole acting tour de force series. Let's just be, let's just be honest. It, it's not. Um, the action is good. It reminds me of, a, a take on, like a modern take on uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I been doing? I, don't, I think that's about it. No. Um, dealing with all these cats. Yeah. You uh, if, <laughs> I got four cats. I got. No. <laughs> now, see, everybody is well behaved at times, I guess. Um, I couldn't even handle two. Let's see. Everybody says like cats are so. I think cats are easily manageable. Now, if I had four dogs, oh no, ma'am. No. No. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. No, no. But so, jumping back, what you were saying about the Wu assassins, I tried. I got through the first episode, but I, and I, I just took a break. Mm-hmm. I took a break because Manhunter was on, and, I, and that was a little more um, engaging. No shade, um, but yeah, I've been watching Manhunter, and now I'm watching. I'm watching Thirteen Reasons Why, which is basically um, Euphoria light. Is basically that, like even though it came out before Euphoria, it's basically Euphoria light. But I've um, been watching the new season of that, it's the third season of that. Um, Wu Assassins, 
you were right. The, the acting is what it is. The action is cute, but I almost yeah. like watching a, like a spinoff of the Power Rangers. Now see, I wouldn't say it, it's that bad, but no, I'm, not saying, <laughs> I'm just saying when I saw the multicolored fighters, wherever they were, quit. It just felt like I was watching another. I was like, okay, well, this is like one of those shows that would have been on with the Power Rangers and Pokemon and. It, you know what? I, I'm like I'm judging it from one show, but it didn't engage me like Nosferatu. That's another show that is out. It's on Shutter, but it's basically it's a it's a Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son, who looks just like him. Um, he he did this. Um, he's done great projects in the past, like mm-hmm. Lock and Key. Lock and Key is an excellent. Um, comic book and supposedly is a show coming soon. He's also working on the new Creep Show series. But um, the first Nostratu was, I feel like I was watching something for three hours. It took me three days to finish the first episode. (laughs) You know what? We'll we'll come back, Nostratu. We'll come back when I'm just, whenever I'm feeling it. But yeah, that's I, I've been looking. You know, there's been some things on television too, um, and we're gonna get into what's gonna be on television because it's about to really go down. So right. Get on up in this tea because it is. Before a- we get into that tea, did you get your Popeyes chicken sandwich? Okay. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So, <laughs> that, so I decided I'm doing keto right now. Everybody's been successful around me doing it. And I was like, you know, I've never, I've never done this. So let's, let's just see it. It's basically doing South Beach. But <laughs> um, so before I made that decision, last Saturday night, I went, because it's one around the corner. So I went to the Popeyes. Um, it was funny because I saw there was like some other black folks going in there too. I was like, I have never seen this many black folks in this particular Popeyes. So I was like, we went in. Got the sandwich. Now, the sandwich doesn't look like it does on TV. No, don't get it. So for those who have not had the sandwich yet, you're not going to get this big puffy-looking sandwich. But I got it. I sat down. That is a good-ass sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was good. I, I liked it. And it is better than... Um, it's a lot better than... Um, Chick-fil-A is better than that. Somebody said, I'm not, I'm not going to call, I'll call, you know, Nick out. Nick is <laughs> one of, one of, someone I've worked with, 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 with artists stuff and everything. But he likes Wendy's better. But I was like, uh, how about that everybody be right now? Right now. Mm-hmm. But there's, we're lucky around here in LA. We have a lot of new hot chicken places coming up. And so there's some hot chicken places that will give this run for the money, but the Popeye's chicken is really good. Have you had it yet? I haven't. Mm-hmm. I the see that's the issue with like these chain restaurants, <laughs> especially like you can go to, for example, a good IHOP, and then go to another one, and it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Popeyes here. You know, a lot, there's a lot of white people that work at the Popeyes, so I'm like, mm, I can't trust it. Uh, but if I'm flying through like Atlanta's airport or whatever, I make it a special point to stop by that Popeyes yeah. in there. 
like the, when I was booking my flight for Vegas in November, I was like, okay, can I do like a layover in Atlanta so I can get some good ass chicken? This is <laughs> this is what I was trying to do, and I was like, oh no, I have to go through Detroit, so maybe I'll be get some good chicken up there. But I can't trust everybody's chicken, yeah. and I can't trust everybody's Popeyes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but no, it's good though. It's I enjoy it. I'll have it again once I'm through a month later from now. But uh, it you know it was it was good. It was really good. It was very tasty. I was I was pleased with it. Um, it's good. I understand. And it's funny because it's running out in certain places. I uh, folks are doing the too much for this chicken. I saw there was somebody that got his big ass through the drive-thru window and was fighting one of the employees because they ran out of chicken. I'm like, you niggas are doing this in front of white folks. Stop it. <laughs> no, let them, no, let them be, let them be. Because, you know, I, this, this is not the first time that Popeye's uh, ran out of chicken. It was on video. Was it them or KFC? Somebody ran out of chicken. It's a big news. It was a news. No, it was them. Uh, was it that uh, they had ran? They was doing a special, and they had clothes. I think it was like in the Atlanta area or something. And folks were so upset that woman was like, uh, "You knew you was having this special uh, six months ago. Why you didn't order enough chicken? People are trying to feed their families here." She was talking to. Her. She was about to do a recording. Oh my god! You gotta have to find that because that is classic. Like, you got families here that I don't mean no harm, but down there they got Zaxby's too. They got Raisin Cane's too. Yeah, Raisin Cane's. You got Zaxby's. Y'all got even Raggedy KFC. So y'all got options. You got Walmart. Walmart no. Walmart don't. Kroger got Kroger got good chicken. Yeah, Kroger got good chicken, and Costco got good. Well, according to Chicago, you go to, but. Kroger got good chicken too, because I remember when I did live in Kentucky, Walmart. We used to go to Walmart for chicken because they had good chicken and it was cheap. That's sad. <laughs> I'm just really remembering, like we used to really go to get our fried chicken at Walmart and and Murray. We showed it. Yep. And was eating it like it was the best chicken we ever had, because it was cheaper than KFC. That's why we used to go. <laughs> That's now, no shade. KFC used to be good back in the day, but they had switched something up, and I was like, oh, no, ma'am. Yeah, and now they're supporting Trump, so, you know. Right. Which that is ridiculous. But, like, but as I said on Twitter, and I said, I think, a couple weeks ago, Long John Silvers has never disappointed me, and they do not support Trump. They actually pull their support away from Fox News. So, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm living the dream. I think they closed down all the Long John Silvers here. That's a mess. I was like, I like Lonzar Silva's better than Captain I, I D's. Do. I love, I don't even know how many Captain D's should be shutting down. We had Captain D's and Murray too. And oh. I was like, no, y'all tried. And we had Lonzar Silva's inside Murray State because they, 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 they had a thing in Murray State. Right. And my friend Stephanie was working there. And we were, I was, that's probably why I gained 40 pounds in my juniors. Because <laughs> that was my, I was like, well, I ain't got to worry about food at all because Long John Silver's is literally in the Curry Center. But mm -hmm. people don't know it. You know, they clown me here for driving to Compton or Pacoima, California, which is like 
nine miles away to give me some uh, Long John Silvers. And I was like, I will do it. I do it once a month. It's a treat. Some of y'all see it on Instagram. I will post a picture of me being up there. It's literally in the hood. Pacoima is a hood. It's a hood. It's not a black hood. It's a Latinx hood, but it's a hood. <laughs> Trust mm -hmm. me. But I'm there. I am there. <laughs> Shoot, listen to us look, uh, talking about chicken <laughs> and fast food and all that stuff. Let's get into this tea. <laughs> yes. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about Spider Man before we get into anything else because that's been a back and forth, forth and back type of mess. So, so earlier we learned that. Um, negotiations was, was not working out between Sony and Marvel over Spider-Man. Um, it was said that, you know, at first it was said that, you know, they want, there's this whole thing about half and Sony want half and Marvel want this. And then later, um, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, it came out that it was not really about that. It was about um, Kevin making making sure that he was, you know, getting producer's credit, which I'm like, to be honest, cred, uh, Kevin needs to get all the credits, um, but that was one of the issues. And then, you know, people were speculating what was going on, what was going on. And then I think it was yesterday, Tom Holland and him just said, well, yeah, I guess it, it is kind of the end. But there's also still talk that they're still negotiating. So I'm not really sure what's the truth. Have you heard anything different? I haven't heard anything different. Um, so when I was looking up what had been going on, uh, Disney wanted a 50-50 a split of all profits made. Um, and Sony didn't want to agree to those terms. So to back up, Sony owns the Spider-Man film rights. And because they own the Spider-Man film rights and the distribution rights of Spider-Man, they have to release a movie every five years mm -hmm. per their agreement. Now, Spider-Man the movie is different from Spider-Man uh what's in the um disney's theme parks and whatnot yeah so it's really confusing and this is when all of those contracts and all of those negotiations are like weird yeah. um i think i think they they might come to an agreement but it's kind of shitty that I don't think Tom Holland or anybody else knew what was going on. Yeah. But until it went, it actually went down. So uh, there was an article that I had read. Um, what was it? I forgot what it was. But anyway, I, this, I think they'll come to some kind of agreement. This just seems like it is too big a risk for Sony to lose out on. Yeah. Because they didn't want, because they wanted a better deal. And I think that Sony, a part of me is thinking Sony's trying to be, you know, Mr. Big Draws because of what Venom did, because Venom did make a lot of money. Um, but Venom was also, Venom is like Trump. People voted for Trump like hoping to like what's going to happen if we you know what happens if he gets it he got it and now we see that half, like like he doesn't have half the support 
that he had before. I feel like people went to go see Venom in the same vein, like we wanted to kind of see it to see what they're going to try to do. But I don't think that people are coming back to that. It was like one of those movies that was like, oh, I saw it. And that was it. It was like that. So I think they made that money in that sense, but I think they're trying to flex and saying, well, look how many people saw, look how many people saw Venom. I'm like, yeah, but they're not coming back. So I'm just right. Um, and I, and, and Sony needs to be mindful because Fox should be that cautionary tale of like, yeah, you may have had this series, but when people wise up, they're not coming for it. Um, you think about how Fox when Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix is one of their biggest loss. And I'm, you know, Disney shaded them for that saying that <laughs> Dark Phoenix was the biggest loss that we had. And I was like, Yo, you didn't have to, you didn't have to tell anybody that. But you you could have kept it to yourself. And I feel like that Sony will fall in that same format. Because they can do another Spider-Man movie, but people will be judging it so hard, it's not gonna get a fair run. And so I think they might want to be smarter about this. Now I've heard people say that, you know, why not? Why can't they flex? Because they they can flex. I was like, you can. But that's almost like David and Goliath to a degree. I don't want to use that because David did beat the Goliath, but this is Disney. This is Disney, and you, and if they really want to be petty, you don't know. They got something they seem like to be like, okay, well, you can do this, but what if we made a certain amount of money where you could only do so much in your movies, in which they've made a billion dollars, and this was all under the what Marvel and Disney was doing. This had nothing. I don't think it was any much collaboration from any writers or whatever that came from Sony. All that was from Kevin and his crew. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we already have a good trust factor with those people. Who they gonna get? Who they gonna get? They gonna get somebody like Shaq Snyder. And somebody, I don't know if you saw it, somebody posted that, yeah, why don't you give the Spider-Verse to him? I'm like... For what? I said, no. I said, he. De- I'm gonna be blunt. To me, he destroyed the DCEU. He's why we don't have an ECD, you know, ECD mm-hmm. because of his foolishness. So I don't really think that no, that's not going to work. But I really think Sony needs to get it together and just be like, get off their backs, get the money you can get, and be like, you should want this to thrive. Because you, I look at it like, if I was Sony, I'd be like, well, we could do it, but we can be torn up and torn apart by doing it. Or we can get some of it, half or whatever, and just watch it just keep growing. I'm like, let me just take the half, because at least I know it's going to be in good hands and people will be looking at it forward to it and anticipating it versus um, shading it and reading it to filth when we do it. Mm-hmm. Why take that risk? Now, to play devil's advocate for Sony, Disney does have the money. Mm-hmm. Disney can cut them a, a big-ass check right now and say, okay, here. And it's, it's not like Disney is hard up for money. I mean, didn't they have, they have like six or seven billion dollar movies just this year? Mm-hmm. So it's not as if they're going down to the uh, payday advance <laughs> and have a little right, like hold a check until payday. It's not like that. Yeah. They could be, the, they could give them the money. I think Disney is, if not there, dangerously close to being a monopoly. Yeah. Because you remember, like, um, back in the 90s, where they had MCI, WorldCom, they were all those big uh, companies, and then the government had to split them apart. Yeah. Um, 
he had some of the airlines were getting too big. Mm-hmm. So I think Disney might need to calm it down a little bit. That fucking rat. <laughs> like I love the movies, and don't get me wrong, I am a Marvel fan. Yeah. However, it is becoming increasingly monopolistic. Yeah. And you know, even though they lost Spider Man, they have. I was trying to think, could they do something without him for a while? And they could. They could be like, well, he goes into hiding for a while or whatever while, you know, trying to figure out his life. Um, But then something else can pop up from that. For example, they don't own the rights to Miles Morales. Technically, Mm -hmm. they do and they don't. Miles could come there, but he doesn't have to be named. Like, you know how Wanda and Petro came into the universe when they didn't use the name Scarlet Witch and um, Quicksilver because mm-hmm. they couldn't use it because that's what Fox owned. But they were able, but they still got to use Wanda all through <laughs> all through the movies without even naming her Scarlet Witch. So I feel like they could play that role of like Miles can come in and not really be called this name or, because they can do that. Like they never said that he's Spider-Man. He uses something else. Um, so there's a lot they could do with it, but I, I do think Sony will get off that list of box because I feel like they can fight this war. And maybe they are trying to fight it because they want to be like, we don't want to be, you know, brought into the Matrix. We want to be separate. We want to be able to do these things. But right now, they making, they're not, they're not holding the same cloud. So they might want to be safe and play safe with this. Right. Oh, Lord, but... We hope they work something out um, because, you know, we would like to continue the story of Spider-Man. Right. But speaking of all that, but it seemed like Disney wasn't hurt at all because they, this weekend, D23 (laughs) hit everything and just basically said, well, we're not done. Basically, Disney's like, what we told you at Comic-Con, we had more to tell you today. And so... Which we kind of knew. We kind of knew that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they announced their streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called, what, Disney Plus or something like yeah. that. Set to re- be released November 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it's going to be $7 a month or I think $70 for a year, mm-hmm. if I read that right. Uh, it streams in 4K. And there's, uh, you have the ability to have seven different profiles, which is pretty good. And they specifically undercut it, Netflix, to bite into their market, which they could, because they have so many properties under their umbrella, they could allow this deep a cut in their pricing. Because yeah. I think Netflix is maybe twelve ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to get it, you know. I, I think ESPN is included, or you can get some kind of package with ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, what was it? Hulu, since Disney owns primary share of Hulu, I think there is a, like 60% or whatever, that you can get an add-on through Hulu too. Yeah. But like I said, we're going to get it. We're going to be there. <laughs> And they had a lot of, you know, they kind of went into what they will have. Because they kind of gave us a little bit of 
some of the other shows like WandaVision and, and, and Falcon and um, the Winter Soldier, they kind of did a little bit of that at Comic-Con, but this time they revealed that we will have a little bit more. So now we will have Miss Marvel and not Carol Miss Marvel, we will actually have Kamala Khan Miss Marvel. So we have that coming out. We also have a Moon Knight, uh, which is an interesting series. And I think that's their pushback um, towards like Daredevil and all that because it, it's kind of a crime fighting slash supernatural pieces to that. Um, She-Hulk. So She-Hulk is coming. Miss Jennifer is coming, which will be fantastic because we, you know, people have been really talking about this time to see She-Hulk. Um, and then we will have the, they also went into the internals and they actually showed the costumes um and also gave us a look gave us some good um surprises like um Jim chan is um going to be cersei my favorite external um internal keeps going external internal um so she's going to be in there and kit you know I, if you watched um game of thrones Jon snow is going to be the black knight so he will be in internals as well um, I was excited. I'm excited to see Gemma Chan, um, as Cersei. I'm also excited to see this What If series. Because it, it's supposed to be what happened, what if something happened in it, all of the 23 movies. Yeah. So, that should be interesting. Yeah. I think one of the stories is about what if, um, Agent Carter became Captain Britain. Uh, I saw something about that online and I was like, that would be interesting to see because there is a Captain Britain, it's a Psylocke's brother. And Psylocke has been Captain Britain as well. Um, but what if it was, you know, Agent Carter? <laughs> what if she was um, Captain Britain? So that'd be interesting to see. And, and, and I wonder how they want to do it. I can't remember if it's going to be animated or not, but it should be interesting. And then also Loki is going to be, um, they talk a little about Loki, but they also revealed that Black Panther 2 is coming out, I think May the 22nd or May the 6th, 2022. <laughs> right, we got a little bit of time. <laughs> so we may survive um, to see this movie, but that was kind of a nice um, reveal that that's coming, but they really didn't get into any details what the movie would be about. They're probably still doing drafts of the script, I imagine. Yeah. Or just finishing up and getting like in pre-production. True. Um, they also talked about um, Star Wars. So they gave you a little bit of the Star Wars and also the Mandalorian that is coming out. I think that's the Star Wars property. Um, what was kind of neat when, was the fact that when they talked to Billy D. Williams, uh, he always talks about Lando. He was like, you know, he's never left that. He's never left Lando. Lando Lando's never left him. So that was really sweet in the sense that he's going to reprise that role in, uh, in the movie. Um, and you know, you know, it just seems like it's going to be really exciting to see what they're going to really do with this. Like I'm, like a part of me is nervous, but a part of me is really excited, which is why I'm going to chill out that seven dollars, right, or that eight dollars and just do it. Now I don't really care about Hulu. I feel like I got enough channels to watch, so <laughs> I'm going to just focus on Disney Plus. Did you see the the first look of Emma Stone and Cruella? 
I did. Um, what do you think? Because um, I have thoughts. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be a prequel, right? I don't know what it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she's it's it's going to be a hard role to play because you know, um, Glenn Close gave us a great Cruella Deville. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the look was fascinating. I, I kind of like the look. That's going to be emulated all over the place from every drag show to every thing. Well, she, it, it seems like Emma is, well, the look that they're going for is more in an 80s era. Yeah. Which, okay. But my Cruella, <laughs> I want her to be, think if Patricia Field did Cruella like uh, Miranda Priestly in The Divorce Prada. Hmm. But I want, instead of Emma, I mean, you could have uh, Dominique Jackson <laughs> play Cruella. Yeah. You could have uh, Angelica Ross play Cruella. So I, I think either of them would kill it. Yeah. And she looks, I guess, affable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll see how that goes. Oh, they also announced the the live version of Lady and Tramp, which looks interesting because I was like, wow, they look. But people complained about the Lion King because, and I literally heard someone say this. They complained that, you know, when certain things happen, like when um, Mufasa died and all that stuff, like, there was no. Like, no, but like Simba wasn't crying or but I was like, well, they, they're trying to, I was like, well, those animals, not real animals, but it was from a real animal perspective. So I can see people making the same complaints about, you know, seeing this live version, like, will they cry? How will they smile? What will they do? I don't know. It's just really interesting. But I did see a little bit of that. So that could be fun. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But then they also let us know that, um, you know, our fave, Miss uh, Angelina Jolie, you know what, Angelina Jolie is about to make some bank. Because not only is she in internals, but she's also a magnificent. So <laughs> they talked a little bit about that and gave us some good poster looks about what that movie is going to be about. So you got, what, Michelle Pfeiffer? Mm-hmm. And then you have Angelina Jolie and Michelle Pfeiffer is probably going to be evil in this and I think Michelle Pfeiffer is low-key what Maleficent, her peoples are. Mm-hmm. And she she didn't want to be associated with those kind. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with. Well, I'm going to go see it. That's going to be a huge queer overload of just foolishness. That's going to be everything in that movie. So, well, you know, I, I will... I hope it will be better than the first one. So I really didn't like the first one that much, but I did watch it twice. I didn't like the idea that, um, like, she was so worried about this fucking kid. Yeah. I'm like, no. The whole issue with this Sleeping Beauty is she got mad because the king and the queen did not invite her to this party 
knowing good and damn well she was royalty and she should have been first on the damn list anyway for the invites. But they wanted to be petty and whatnot and not invite her. So she had to show up and show them what she was all about. So that's what that gag was. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a little bit better. So, you know, I'll still be there for it. I'll still be there for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hate that I couldn't be at day 23. Um, it, again, it was in the middle of um, opening weekend for us. So I hated that I wasn't there, but you know, we had other people who were there. I know Valerie Complex was there. Um, um, several people were there, Dorian was there. So people were there having a good time. Um, but it seems like Disney is really about to just cause all type of havoc. Right. Did you see that uh, there was a Jeff Goldblum is getting his show? Yeah, I saw him <laughs> just when he was being interviewed and how he was acting. But yeah, that's going to be interesting to see because this man is really talking about coming back. Like he never really left, but it was just like he's having this new renaissance of stuff. So mm-hmm. really interesting. Good for him. Yeah. His fine ass. Yeah. His fashion sense. Yes. Yes, indeed. Let's see. Well, let's get into some mess. So, Cuomo Brown <sighs> was being interviewed about being on Dancing with the Stars. You know, I didn't, I've never watched that show. I think I only watched it to see somebody's blood. I can't even think who it was. Um, and he talked about Sean Spicer. And Sean Spicer was, I guess, the first press secretary um, in the Trump administration. And so he talked about, you know, like he's a big guy. We talked and everything. And I was sitting there going, number one, when they asked you about him, you could just say, you know, all of us have been working hard. We had a good time. And, you know, hopefully you watch and left it there. But he had to go into, like, we're friends and, we're giving each other blowjobs and all this. Like, I was just like, okay, well, you didn't have to go there. But it's like, Ronald didn't understand. I'm like, understand your brand because you still, people are still shaky about you already. And then you do this. Oh my God. I but, can't stand him, <laughs> to be honest. I cannot stand niggas like Karamo Brown. I have never been a fan of Karamo Brown, even when he was on, uh, what was it, Real World? Didn't he slap that little girl? In the car, that was the only good thing he's done. No, that wasn't him. That was somebody. That was another one. He is well, okay. That was David. I think it was David, and that was in Seattle, and he turned out to be gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like. He said that he was sit, excited to sit down and, uh, with him and engage in a respectable conversation with Sean Spicer, and like he's a good guy and excited to meet him. He's like, oh my god, I like him. Yada yada yada. I'm like, Karamo, you don't. The issue a lot of people have with him is you can't say, oh, this guy's a good guy or I'm excited to see him when he has been the mouthpiece for all of this bullshit that has come out of the White House and then followed up that bullshit with lies upon lies upon lies. That's why everybody has a a problem with this. And then you double down and then just delete it or deactivated your account. Because you knew you was in the wrong. Yeah. It's just, that's why I don't watch that motherfucking show. I, girl, fuck Queer Eye. Because I have issues with all of them 
girls up on that. And the only one that's worth a damn is the dude that's literally building these fucking houses from the ground up. And he doesn't get any kind of goddamn shine. Meanwhile, Miss Girl is uh, boiling spinach and giving you a one uh, lavender flower and saying, oh, this is an easy meal. That's going to be worth like $5,000. Like, okay, girl. Yeah. I don't have any lo- love for them. <laughs> I, I don't really care for it either. And it's, um, I, I've never watched a new one. I, you know, I heard things about it. But yeah, Carmo, I don't know. What is, it's a deeper conversation because I don't want to judge anyone. You know, we, we're not going to judge anyone who, who dates a white guy. Because sometimes I feel like when that happens, you, there's a deficit for many people, when, especially when you start effing up. That's the first thing they look at, and that's not a fair assessment. It isn't. But what happens is when you have, when it when it's just consistent stuff, you have to sometimes wonder what's really going on. Um, and somebody was, people like was just literally dragging him and to the point where he don't. Even, I mean, his, he got rid of his Twitter. Um, and somebody tried to defend him. I forgot who it was. But they were saying that we all had media training. He was just doing what he was trained to do. I was like, yeah, but you also, I've had media training. And you also know how to be, like, if you really don't want to say anything about a particular person, you can just be like, we all had a good time. And, you know, you know, Sean did what he did. I did what I did. And John did what they did. And just moving it along, you know? Right. Like Michelle, you like Michelle from Destiny's Child that asked her about some Beyonce stuff, she just start posing. <laughs> like, you know, it's like everybody should know they're not going to talk about Beyonce because that's their sister and they're not going to do that. But, you know, Cuomo could have just kept his mouth shut, but he just had to give this long monologue and you know, these things happen, they happen. I, he, I don't know what it is. And, and one day we'll have this conversation about when we get up in a certain status, and I'll say, not status, when we get up in a certain era of entertainment it's what happens is it that we get up there and we kind of forget who we are do we get caught up in the limelight of it is the whiteness so bright that we have to be a part you know what i mean like it's always interesting right i still can't help i'm not gonna call out any names but i've noticed that when i've looked at a lot of black queers they will do their quintessential talk about blackness every once in a while but then when you look at their instagram and, and what they are excited about and, and what they, who they interact with is very white. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder, like, okay, in one voice you can say, well, you know, that's all that's up there and you, you, you get along who you get along with. But there's also something to say when that is your, your consistent, you know, interactions all time, every time. Um, and, and somebody else pointed it out too. And they was like saying, yeah, if you notice a lot of them, they get up there and their best friend is white. They're taking these trips to white places. They are hyping Taylor Swift. And uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, I've noticed that. It's almost like a weird Jordan Peele type of thing <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> you get up there, what happens? But I almost understand because for, I, using my career, the higher you get up there, the more you may not see so many of yourself. And you might connect with other people, and I get that. But it, it's it's very telling. And sometimes the actions speak for themselves. I, I know that Karamo has mixed, had, has run, had run-ins with different 
other black queer celebrities or you know people who are active in that and sometimes i'm like that's interesting because some people have backyards that they're not completely clean either so it's just really interesting to see like how some of that goes down but you know hopefully he's somebody's talking to him getting him together you know what's been interesting is this has been an interesting year so far for black queer celebrityism you know you think about Cromwell but you also think about Justin Smollett like you think about Max uh Croner yeah Things Connor have, or whatever the hell his name is. This is what we've seen so far. And it, that's why I keep wondering, is stardom, can, is it, I know it's not an easy thing, but where is the break, like, it makes you wonder where's, where's the breakdown when you're seeing this type of stuff happen back and forth. Because um, now we, because you remember we had, when Josie Smollett stuff was going out, it, it was dividing our community. Um, I mean, Cuomo didn't divide the community, but it's just funny that you look at, you know, just things that have been happening, how we've been back and forth, back and forth, but and I mean, that's, that's another conversation another time, but I would really like to discuss with several people about what happens when we get up there. Like, I would like to talk to somebody who's up there and what they face, mm -hmm. because I feel like, yeah, the more, the higher you you go up there, the more we may not be in the room and the more your options change. But then what is your role when you have a collection of white friends and you know, what is the weapon? What do you become? Um, Billy Porter said something about one of his roles like he played, and you may have seen this movie, um, the, it was like a, oh, the Lonely Hearts Club, was it that? Um, it was like these, mostly it was white gays and they was playing baseball and Billy was in the movie. He was the only black guy in the movie. But he really didn't have a real role. He was just somebody in there. Mm -hmm. And I wonder sometimes that in the midst of our, if for us who have a lot of white friends, what, how are we perceived? Are we looked at as sexual? Are we even looked at as a person or somebody desirable? Not saying you need to be, but it's just like when you fight to be in that, in that gaze, do you realize what you give up? Or do you realize how you are placed? I think a lot of it, um, when there's only, when there's a group of white gays and you're the only black person, you seem like, okay, my status here is cemented because I'm the only one of a certain amount. You know, they can't, nobody looks like me. So my place is good. So once somebody else that looks like you comes into the mix, you're already looking at each other like a certain way. As far like there's like there couldn't be room for more and that I have to I have to how do I say this? Assert myself a certain way to make sure that my privilege or my accessibility isn't hindered in any way because there's another one of me in the room. Does it make any sense? Yeah, yeah, I see that. But I also feel like sometimes they are threatened too. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I feel I don't know where that comes from either. I've I've been struggling with that. Like you're it's like I've been in room, like I've been to places and events where it's like there's only a few of us, 
and they will go out of their way to be, you know, up and bred and Connor's faces, but won't have anything to say to me or even try to do that. And I even see that within, I had a good conversation about this at Comic-Con about, and I tweeted this today about black um, queer creatives in comics. We are, there's some of us who know each other, but there's some we don't know each other. And there's some that have never tried to reach out. Um, and I always feel like, no, I mean, cause I was saying um, one of the reasons why I do a queer panel is to connect us. Um, and if I know who's gonna be there, I always try to say, hey, why don't you get on this panel? Cause it's, I'm, you know, this is not about me. This is about showcasing your, your stuff, but also making sure that people see us. Um, but I realized that that's not always the case. And so I would love, I think I was talking to Ed about this too offline, but I would love to see a little bit more of us connect um, and not feel like we have to be, we don't have to be the only one in the room. That's, that should never have been a goal. That's the power of white supremacy where you have to feel like you have to be the only nigger in the room. No, uh -huh. be multiple of us. So they become aware of who we are in our power. So exactly. That has to change. So y'all got to quit being like, oh, there's another black person in the room that's going to take away all my whiteness power. No, you need to be like, no, all of us need, we, everybody needs to be up in here. You need to know who we all are. So yeah, that's a bigger conversation to come. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And like you said, it's a, it's a bigger conversation and it should be like a round table discussion. Mm -hmm. Well, let's see. We got a, oh, Got a little bit more stuff to get into. So let's see. This, and this is weird because this could have been also something doctor without then be said. So over the week, it was a Good Morning America. Yeah. Um, so they were talking about uh, Prince George, um, who's only six. He's the, you know, the son of. Um, don't give me this. I don't know them. I only know Harry. <laughs> I think it's the other Prince Charles. What, this is the, he was the, the first son. And Kate, I know who she is. But anyway, they, it's their son. And so therefore, uh, he loves ballet. He loves ballet. And he got kind of mocked for it on Good Morning America uh, about it. They kind of laughed. Uh, um, the host was Laura Spencer. And she kind of laughed about him you know, having to go for it. Now, you know, the part of me was like, well, Laura, honey, this is a royal, and they can do whatever they want to do. What you can't do is make jokes like that and think you're not going to get dragged on national TV, but she got dragged for this. And rightfully so, she got dragged because she was like, oh, he's not going to keep up with it. And the whole laughing of her and the audience, a lot of that shit is uh, seeped in homophobia, saying that, oh, if a guy does ballet, then he's automatically gay. A lot of people knew exactly what that bullshit was and called it out immediately. And frankly, she should have been ashamed of herself and, and the audience members for laughing at somebody who wants to do fucking ballet. First of all, ballet is extremely... Um, physical i don't know if you've seen it but a lot of some of the the, the videos of guys doing pirouettes and grand chatons and all of these different ballet techniques takes years 
to practice and develop. Furthermore, when was the last time you did uh, bar work, Laura? When was the last time you was in somebody's company piece or did Swan's Lake or any of these classic uh, pieces? I am uh, the notion that a man doing ballet or anything that is deemed feminine equals him out to be gay is such a tired ass notion that just like stop seriously it is 2019 just stop yeah it was it's really unnecessary and um it's and, and why was it any of their business you could have just it didn't have to be. It's not. It's not even news, to be honest with you. It's not even news. So I'm like, why do you have to have anything to say? There's more things happening in this country that you could talk about, but you know, leave the Royals alone. Many, you know, that's that's not even anything to even to note. Many young kids, you start around six. If you want to be a good ballet dancer, you start around what six or eight. Um, even younger than that for some. You have to, yeah, because to develop the body and to actually get on point. Like some, some uh, ballerinas, their body will be kaput by like maybe 25. Yeah. And it's, like I said, ballet is a very physical, I'm gonna say sport, it's a sport to me. Yeah. I did a ballet class in college, baby. And I had a modern dance class before it. Child, I was tired. I was extremely tired after all that shit. Yeah. So I can imagine. Um, but yeah, you know, she said what she said and being dragged for it. I'm sure she's done it. Has she done an apology yet? I She might have done a fuck ass apology, but. <laughs> Girl, she can keep it. Yeah, if it don't come out, it'll probably be out by Monday. Right. They need to talk about it. But yeah, it's uh, unfortunate. Ridiculous, but unfortunate. (sighs) I'm to a point where, you know what? You knew what you said, and you knew what you meant. Yeah. And he got called out for his news. <laughs> and then she's going to come out with like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And then she's going to start crying and, you know, doing the whole white woman shenanigans. Yeah. That is, that reminds me of when they did that to um, Zendaya. You remember when, um, I forgot her name, but they kind of talked when Zendaya had like um, faux locks in her hair. Um, and then they was saying that she looked like she smelled like weed and patchouli. And weed. Oh, Yeah. And then she got dragged, and they had to, it was some fashion police, and she had to come back. Like, I'm so sorry for this. And it's funny because I remember that's when I think a lot of us learned that Zendaya was, was not that type of girl. Because she first responded very, it was a very smart letter that she wrote. We were like, oh, okay. You're not just a pretty. Oh, girl. yes. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, let me just let you, let me educate you about being black and what that means and so i was like oh okay so yeah um you should have an apology and you should have something to say now just because you apologize doesn't mean we have to take it true very true well 
I guess that was, you know, stuff on the table. Um, the interesting thing is, as someone pointed out, we are entering the month of September, <laughs> um, which means by the, within a couple of months, we'll be getting into campaign mode. Uh, it is funny, we already, we, we, since we've been on Mega Sheet, we've been through one of these already, one of these presidential uh, elections. So we're about to get right back into it. And it is going to be something else. Now, I, I'm just going to say this. Y'all, the internet was created for, for opportunities to research and to gather facts and truth. Y'all not doing that, so y'all need to start doing that today when it comes to getting your facts together. Nobody likes arguing with stupid people. So please read, um, challenge, and get ready, because we cannot. I'm going to be real. You can't sit home this year. This is not the year. Mm -hmm. This is not the time. Y'all sat home before. Because, uh, you know, I think you saw, I think you mentioned this before. It's interesting to see people, well, I didn't want to vote. I'm like, okay. But, it, but I'm going to be honest. It's funny because the more people that I have seen who have said that will be the same ones on social media asking for money or talking about how it's hard or you don't have the job that you, you know, you don't have that job or you got two or three jobs. And I'm sitting there going, hmm, well, maybe, maybe if you would have voted, and not just about voting for president, but voting for your people within your state or in town or whatever, wouldn't be in these situations. I'm being very ugly about it because I feel like that it's, very, it's, it's an interesting, um, there's a student here who's doing research on that, about the people who, are, who don't vote or who would join third party votes, but they turn out to be the ones who need healthcare or, the, or, the, or they very poor or they struggling the most and so they try to make they're trying to figure out what is the connection with you don't vote but you suffer the most so they were saying that some of sadly some of us liberal people who do this or the woke ones are just as bad as the trump voters who vote against their own um interests mm -hmm. i was like oh crap i said you you're kind of right so I would love to see what you come up with, but I see it. I, I kind of see that too. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. You don't vote, but you always broke and struggling and you didn't vote for, like in, in California, they was trying to have like, they were trying to vote for having controlled housing here to where it won't be $1,200 for, no, $2,400 for a 400 square foot place. Um, and people did not vote for it. But then yet, the people who were complaining about, no, I didn't vote, turn around like, well, I, I, I gotta find a new place to live. I can't afford it. I'm like, well, they had an initiative on the ballot and you didn't, so. <laughs> so, you know. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that turns out as we get closer to the election time. And make sure your news is verified don't be uh retweeting and resharing fake ass shit and threads and stuff that and then look at who and also look at who's doing it because that would tell you what you got like there's been for example you see something about 
Elizabeth Warren, like she's horrible. And then you look at the person who's sending it, it's somebody who's a huge Bernie supporter. Or say with Kamala Harris, they'll, they'll send out misinformation about her record. You look at, well, who's saying it? It's one of those street preachers, <laughs> the little hotel street preachers who believe in Zion stuff. And it's like, wait, this is not even real. But the sad thing is you see it get retweeted like thousands of times. You're like, who was doing this without not reading it? Like, who, how, how can you do that? And you're not reading it all. Like, just, because I love, I, I will read a thread and I would sit there and go through it and break it down. You'd be like, oh, that's wrong. That's an opinion piece. That's not factual. Like, don't be that person. Don't be a candidate running for president. Get on stage and try to read somebody. Then they come out and find out, well, you just told a bunch of lies, but let's read you. And then you can't pull over 2%. So you don't be that person. Right. Don't be that girl. Please don't be that girl. I'm dragging Tulsa. If people don't know. Don't be that person. You begging for somebody to vote for you. So, I mean, I guess they're all begging, but she's doing that. And stop making uh, Marianne Will- uh, Williamson a thing. <laughs> I don't know why y'all girls go up for her just because I said this before. She sounds like um, Dorothy Michaels from Tootsie. Uh-oh. Like, stop. <laughs> Fuck. Her clout, she, like, I think I said it here, she's big in California because you know everybody here is always on a spiritual journey. <laughs> So she's big here and Oprah blew her up. Oprah be blowing up the wrong people. Like her, Dr. Phil, that one doc, the other doctor. Dr. Oz. Yeah, be blowing up the wrong folks. And they be taking full advantage of that mess too. Um, Blew up, um, what's his name? Who wrote that book about the down low? Blew him up. So so she's one of those people too. But they love her here though. They love the good witch. So... We'll see what happens. But she ain't going to worry because she, I'm like, how are you even polling? Where are yeah, you? And she ain't polling like at 1%? No, she's higher than Tulsi. Tulsi is polling at 2 or 1%. And I'm like, ain't nobody, because she was like, she's complaining that I'm being treated unfair. Like, girl, we don't even have. I was like, you don't. Girl, who are you? <laughs> I understand if you were like 15%, but you're not even two in some places. So I'm like, girl, at least the other men had the decency to drop out. <laughs> Just like, like, we don't have it. <laughs> it's like, I don't, hashtag, I don't have it. That's what they're doing. Right. Do that. I mean, you, or you could have the clout like, like Beto. Like Beto is not highly polar, but he has a little bit of the clout. She don't have that either. If you don't really have a thing where people are really anticipating you, you need to go. If you are where people can't trust you, you're not going to make it. It's, it's, it's weird for me. A part of me is like, you can, you can literally look at this group and be like, you're not going to make it. If you're not, sadly, if you're not Biden, Sanders, Warren, or Harris, personally, I feel you just need to drop out. If you're not in those areas where you got money, if you're not making, raising millions of dollars, like Kevin Harris raised a million dollars in one night. If you're not really doing that type of funding and money, because it does come down to funding. Yeah. People need to understand that. Um, it comes down to that. Um, that you need to get out. You just need to be like, okay, this was fun, but I need to go back and do what I need to do. Yeah, because a lot of the, the guys, a lot of the white men that have dropped out are going back to do either uh, like Senate races. Mm-hmm. 
And in order to get Mitch out of power, we need the Senate also. And what was it? I forgot the guy that was in Colorado. Um, whatever that you know, them white men look like. <laughs> um, he is more. He's an actual good candidate for Senate versus didn't nobody know who the hell he was in the presidential candidacy. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can. I mean, I know Pete's still in there. You know. He'll be on somebody's cabinet. I mean, he, I can see him doing something, but president is not it right It now. ain't, yeah. It ain't president, boo. But I see he's been trying to tighten up. <laughs> so I see that, uh, his, I do have, I follow him on Instagram. I've noticed he's had, he's had a lot more black people in his pictures or interactions. And I also notice he's been tightening up his jeans. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 um, I, I don't want to see... That's what to do, but you know, when it comes down to the good-looking guys in the group, I think Beto has them all be in that group. But um, no, and Biden, Biden, just yesterday he mixed up, I guess, North Carolina with Vermont, something, something stupid. I'm like, okay. I was like, you know what? I can't. That's why I can't have. I I understand this thing of like we can't give we have two bumbling white men trying to get have this thing that's why i'm looking at the women that's why i'm only looking at harris and warren because i'm it's, I just like what's that a woman do it basically a woman did win it she had all the votes uh-huh. so i feel like either one of those two can do it and that's where i'm gonna stay and then we can get down to julian castro who i still think had the balls to help to put a commercial on fox news college right Trump. Holding Trump responsible, he has balls, and it's sad that he's not as high as he, he should be in the top four at least. And that's really kind of sad that he's not up there. Well, it'll. Be, I, I think we'll. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what to think now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do feel like I've said this to people laugh at me. I do think he's not coming back. I don't think he's coming back. His numbers have dropped really low. The support in the states that he now remember the one the states that gave him the presidency, he barely won those. So and with this whole recession possibly coming up, which they always say if you if we're in the middle of a recession, no president wins. Um, these trade wars, the fact that these jobs are still leaving. Right. It's not good. It's not good. So I do have hope that he's going to lose. I just hope he loses. I would love it if he loses to a person of color. That would be the icing on the cake. We'll see what happens. Girl, we will. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Yeah. <laughs> quick and quick episode. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor's at Wonderman5. The podcast is also on Twitter at MegashinePod.com. I mean, MegashinePod. <laughs> uh, you can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod. 
I look for our website sometime in September. Hopefully soon. Yeah. It's looking pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. And my God, website building it ain't for me. <laughs> it's not for me, honey. Lord, I can't. No, no. <laughs> All right, well, we will see y'all next week. Well, in two weeks or yes. <laughs> when we, whenever we come back. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>